This is not a space to bash men. Power of sisterhood. It's just a different vibe. It's a different power. A lot of times the hate or the pushback comes from other people's insecurities. It doesn't even come from us. To be the individual who spoke up, it's still not always an easy task. We still have self-doubt or we still go back into that space. I like to call it overthinking and I do it all the time. 95% of the time, Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am awesome. Awesome. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. I cannot wait to have this chat with you because you and I talk for hours about the power of sisterhood. Yes. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Is there ever a ton we can chat about in a very short amount of time? I'm sort of thinking this would be like a 25 part series. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But yeah, because I yeah. feel like both of us are in that space and I want to be clear to our male viewers and our female viewers that I love men. This is not a space to bash men. It is not a space to put any type of human being down. This is just about the rise of sisterhood and the positivity and all the greatness that happens within our circles. Absolutely. Fair? Absolutely. And I th I'd add to that, that it's just drawing attention to something that maybe we didn't always do as well and we could do better. So like, it's definitely not a, a slight against anyone or any relationships, but yeah. more of a yeah, focus 100%. on where we could build stronger. 150%. A lot of people, and I don't know if you get this as well, but a lot of people, you know, will say to me, are you a feminist? Are you one of those bra burning, whatever kind of women? And I'm like, you know, I, what does that mean? I, I put the question back to them because I think there's two things there. I think they're number one, curious. And number two, they don't really get it. And number three, when you put it back to them, they don't really know what to say. They're like, well, I'm just curious. Like, what do you do? And I said, okay, well then ask it that way. Right. And yeah. because we are just all about, you know, having the same opportunities, having yeah. different opportunities and essentially empowering and lifting each other. So you are in such a great space personally and professionally, right. When it comes yeah. to sisterhood, why do you think that's so powerful? I'll tell you, I think it's so powerful because I, I just feel that it's a different connection. So I have had the opportunity in my career and in my personal life to connect with amazing people, both men and women, and build those relationships. But I do feel like they're different. And so when we're talking about the, the power of sisterhood, that that relationship, that that having those those women in your corner, those women who are walking by your side who are not competing, not jealous, not, you know, anything like that, but all they're doing is hyping you up, encouraging you, supporting you, bringing your name to the table, that it's just a, it's just a different vibe. It's a different power. And the amount I, of times I see when a woman is hyping someone else up, when a woman is bringing another woman's name to the table, that organically it comes back to them in good nature. They get their name brought up at the next table. They get their name brought to the next event or, or whatever it is. It's just, it, it's very powerful to watch that circle happen. It sure is. And it's funny because our last podcast of this um, 
series, we spent a lot of time talking about Susie and I chatted with her yesterday. I'm like, did you see, you know, Chris and I, our podcast, I said a lot of it was spent talking about you and your greatness and what you bring to the table and how you hype and how you support and elevate and empower other people. And she was, she's so humble and she was just like, oh, you know, and kind of put it to the side. And, and I love that about her and a lot of other women within that sisterhood that we talk about, they're really not knowing and not doing it for any other reason than doing it. And that's what brings them joy. And I know we chatted a little bit about this last time. So the whole brand, you know, I am unbreakable global media is all about empowerment and it's about empowering women. And so when I sort of started, you know, putting things out there and feelers out there and having meetings, a lot of times people were asking me, well, well, what do you want? And I was like an interview with you and to feature the amazing things you're doing. And they're like, what else? And I'm like, yeah, what's the catch? What's the catch? Nothing yet. Nothing else. And, and it's so, I don't know. I don't want to say it's sad. I don't want to say it's whatever, but I feel like it needs more awareness that there are women out there that are there just to empower, lift and elevate and hype other people. And I, I, I'm shocked that they're still sort of in that mentality of what do you want back? Right. Absolutely. We've had the conversation. Yeah, we've had the conversation before that uh, I have um, on my social media, personal business, it's all to me, business is personal, it's all the same. And so I, I constantly am sharing and amplifying, you know, women in business who I know, uh, you know, I share everything you post, I, like I'm all about um, it. And I have friends who reach out all the time. They're like, oh, are, are you working for that business? Or are you like, do they pay you to share that? Or do they, and I'm like, no. No, yeah. I do it because I love the connection or I love that human or I work with them or, or no, I really love that product or that service or whatever it is, mm. but, but it doesn't have to be about, I get paid for it or I, it's part no. of a deal or it's no, it's, I'm truly supporting these women and what they're doing. Cause I believe in what they're doing. Yes. And, I, and the fact that it's still foreign to certain people uh, means that we need to do better and we need to have these Agreed. open conversations and tell people and explain that, first of all, that is the way you should approach every relationship, whether it's sisterhood, a networking, a connecting, you know, event or relationship. Yep. And I love, you know, you are always so much like me. I was told my whole life, you know, there's business and there's personal. And I'm like, yep. exactly what you said, but I'm like, but it's my baby business is personal to me because if it wasn't, I would never have built what I built. Right. And so I love the fact that you keep bringing that back. And I think everybody needs to just accept it. I know we want to separate it. I get that there is a separation, but thank you for bringing that to the table because it is super important, right? Because it is your, it is your passion. It is your baby, but you know, even sort of to take it one step further, don't you think that sort of having these conversations and letting people know that when you go to make these relationships and you go to these events, go there and I can't tell people enough. And I know it might be repetitive from the last podcast, but zero, zero expectation. Don't go there to be nice and to be kind and put on a mask or a facade. 
and then just expect something in return. Because not only is that not a good mindset, I'm a really true believer in the power of positivity yep. as well as karma. If you are just showing your true authentic self, whatever you're looking for business-wise or otherwise will come to you, but just don't go there with an ask. What's your take? I would actually take it one step further and go there with an expectation on yourself. How many mm. businesses can you go there and help support or help connect yes. while you're there? As opposed to what can I get out of today? How can I deliver today? How can I be of value today? So if you're going to that networking event, that connecting event, whatever it is, instead of saying, here's what I want out of today, here's what I'm going to bring to everyone I connect with today. That so is, I would take that it that profound. one step further. Yes. And, and you know, and you're right. And, and that's sort of what I was saying is like, yeah, always go there with that mindset. Exactly. But I feel that so many people still go there with the expectation to close or to do business or to do whatever. And that, that will all come if it's meant to be, but just going back to the power of sisterhood, I mean, let's take men for example, or golfing. Let's not even take any gender for that matter. You know, the biggest business deals are made on golf courses and they talk nonsense, whether it's about football, whether it's about cars, whether it's about family, whatever it is, it's creating that bond. And girls like you and I, I swear to God, we were because we look so much alike. I feel that we were twins separated at birth, but we have this connection. It. And I don't know, you want to call it fast friends, you want to call it connectivity, whatever you want to name it. I feel like with certain women, you're like, oh my God, and even clients. And a lot of people are like, oh, don't cross that line. Don't be friends with that person. You know, you can't mix business and pleasure. And while I get there's there's lines in the sand yep. for sure, yep. if you're friends with that person and there's that connection or that bond, why not take your relationship further doing a podcast? Um, I don't know, inviting them to an event. Uh, doing something else outside of that. I think that that is the really powerful and neat thing about sisterhood. And we also, we chat a lot. So if we love something, like you said, you're going to tell two friends. And yes. so on. I can't remember, yes. I think it was a Wella commercial, the so on and so on and so on. And yeah. that, again, I want to bring it back to what you said. You are so great. I, a lot of times your stuff will come across my feed for LinkedIn as well as other uh, social media platforms, but especially LinkedIn, you will share these phenomenal posts and thank you for allowing me to be part of them. But Absolutely. I'm like, wow, that is somebody who knows how to empower women. Well, it's it's funny. I, I connect with individuals all the time, men and women, and they will say, and connections I've had for years and years, and they'll say, oh my goodness, how do you find the time? How do you find the time for all those posts? And I said, I'm not creating the posts. I'm just sharing what my amazing network is doing. I'm not the one doing all the events. I'm not the one hosting all the podcasts or the, but I'm sharing what everyone I know is doing. And so it really doesn't take that much time to be a supporter. It really doesn't. And it's just a matter of, hey, look what they're doing. Hey, look what they're doing. And, and you're amplifying their voice. Exactly Absolutely. sort of what the premise of all of this is about. But why do you do, like, I'll tell you, I, I'll hold off on that question for a moment. The reason I do it is selfish. 
and you're going to be like, oh, explain. Okay. You're like, delete. <laughs> no, it is selfish, <laughs> right? No, it is selfish because I have so much joy. I get mm. joy from watching other people rise. I get joy from seeing them do great things. And if it was a podcast appearance, there's, there's women that I can tell you that have been in business for decades that have never told their story on a podcast in a publication. They first blessed me with that honor. I feel like so proud. So I do feel that's the selfish part of it. And I know that you also had said something in our last podcast saying, how beautiful is it to see two people I connected build this gorgeous thing? And I was like, yeah. high five sister, yeah. absolutely. So what joy does it bring you? Like, what so is I, your I'll echo, yeah, I'll, I'll echo what you said for sure, that there is a selfish part of me that really does get that pure joy, that pure energy from, hey, look at that. I helped with that. Like, that's great. So absolutely, there is that. Um, a big part of it for me also that I'll share is, and you probably will agree with this too, because we agree on most things. But my children, when they're proud of something I do, when they're like, hey, mom, you were on my For You page today. I saw your podcast or whatever it is. And they're, that that brings me joy. That brings me 100%. joy. A hundred percent. So that's a big yeah, one and for I, me. And I, and I definitely agree with you with that as well. You know, we could do, and maybe this will be our next uh, series of many, many series to come, but you know, a lot of uh, my questions around my interviews really get to the core of who somebody is. And when I look at you, I feel like our core and our moral compass is very much aligned the same way. So yes, a thousand percent, I, you know, when I say selfishly, it brings me joy. For some people, joy is smelling flowers, working out, which yeah. all that stuff brings me joy as well. Other people, it's, you know, a whole bunch of different things. It brings me joy. And that's the selfish part. It's like living in gratitude. When you live in gratitude or joy, there's no room for the other nonsense to come in. But when you touch on the kids, I really want to ask and I'm curious to know if you're similar to me as well. And I think that I'm going to suspect we are. Um, when you talk about your children viewing what you're doing, I want to ask you, what do you want your legacy to be? Because, uh, you know, for women who have children, that's it is a big part of my legacy. One thousand percent without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. However, my legacy goes outside of my immediate family, which yeah. is also they're going to take in at some point or my grandchildren or great, 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 great grandchildren. Um, yeah. And so the legacy that I want them to see is what we're doing now is elevating, lifting, yeah. being yeah. kind, being a good human. What do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that help wherever you can, wherever you can help wherever you can. So use your skills, use your special powers, use what you love and enjoy. So take a step back for one minute and I've got another little selfish reason why I like doing what I do. And I'll tell you a quick little story. I'm going to say 10 years ago when I was, I was a small business advisor. We were in a group. It was a training session. And my, my boss at the time went around the room and asked a question like, why do you like being a small business advisor? Why, you know, why are you here? Cause we were like top performers in the room. And 
And everyone gave some really great answers, some very powerful, some sincere, like, oh, I love helping clients. And, I, and that is very true and was true for me at the time and is still true to me now. However, I'm always my authentic self. And my honest answer was, while helping clients is amazing, and I absolutely do love helping clients at the time, partners, whatever it is, I like seeing my name in lights. I like that. I like being on stage. I like being the top at whatever I'm doing. I like being recognized. I like that my friends say, oh, I saw your podcast or I followed you on this. Or, I like that. And that's okay. That's okay that I enjoy that. And I'm okay at it. I'm pretty good at it. Right? Like, You're so, damn good. so you I'm know taking... we talked about this prior. But yeah. go ahead. So I take that skill and it happens to be something I really enjoy and I use it for good. So that's the legacy I want to leave behind is that if you're good at something and you can use that to help others, then do that. I love that. And you know what? I love your authenticity about saying that because it is so true. And to be able to come out and verbalize that in front of all your peers and everything that that's called guts girl and courage. And, and I love that and many other things about you. Uh, what was the reception you got from? Oh, it's funny. So my boss at the time knew me very well and, and he knew that that was me. And so he laughed, which made it okay for everyone else in the room to laugh. Everyone kind of had a good chuckle about it. Um, I will say, and, and like I said, this is 10 years ago and I'm making assumptions. So maybe I'm wrong. I didn't go around to the room and ask how they felt, but I would assume that there were people in the room that thought, Oh, Oh, I can't believe she said that. Ick. Like, I can't believe she said she likes to be the best. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be the best you can be. Yep. I don't 100%. think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think professional athletes go out there to be okay. Yeah. They don't. They go out there to be the best. And to be so the just best, to be I'm the not 1%. An, that's right. And just so I'm not an athlete. And what I do is this. I talk and I connect. and I. So there's nothing wrong with me wanting to be the best at that. No. And, you know, you said a, a few very important things I want to come back to. You said you didn't go around the room and ask, but you're, you are a performer and a speaker and we both know we can read a room. And if you read, yeah. you know, five out of a hundred people kind of went, uh, you know, I love the fact that you went, uh, don't yeah. care because I'm <laughs> being what it me. Is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being me and I'm giving my true authentic self. And if that's not for you, I'm good with that. However, the other really important thing to remember in those kinds of situations is you're being truthful, you're being honest. And the people that, let's just say the 5% that maybe would snub their nose at us for saying our truth, I feel like that's not on us. And it's it takes right. with a lot of experience and age and whatnot to not take those, let's just call them quote unquote rejections or... Um, kind of put downs to not take them personally, because a lot of times when people do react that way, I feel like it is not a reflection on us. It's a reflection on them. They're probably going same, but I would never have said that in public. I'd never be brave enough to say that in public. So let's put her down that I really do believe that because as I have gotten to know 
human behavior and studied and done thousands of case studies for the last 20 plus years, I know that a lot of times the hate or the pushback comes from other people's insecurities. It doesn't even come from us, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And and I think that's why I've learned, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't always an easy task to be the individual who spoke up. It's still not always an easy task to be mm -hmm. the individual who speaks up. It mm -hmm. still comes with some of those insecurity of others, judgments, I'm not sure what we want to call it. Feels like judgment, I'll put it there. Um, but it still comes with that. And, and it took a lot of time to realize that that's okay. That's not, yes. that's not for me to deal with. That's not for me to worry about. It's not for me to deal with. As long as I know at the end of the day that I am one, speaking my truth two doing it respectfully, that's important. So doing it respectfully, because mm -hmm. it's one thing to speak your truth, but if you're doing it with any hate on your side of it, then it's not okay. So if I'm doing yeah. it respectfully and with the best intentions in mind, and I'm just speaking who I am and doing what I do, then I'm okay with it. And that's all I have to think of at the end of the day. Exactly. And I, I just want to say two quick things before we wrap up. So my theory is nothing good ever comes easy. So I feel like you're saying, you know, I, I've sort of mastered it. And, you know, I don't really let it get to me. I'll take you one step further and say, you know, I'm all about rock star confidence, something I never necessarily had throughout my whole entire life. But confidence, again, is going into the belief of yourself. But let's yeah. be honest with our viewers. There's times that we still have, whether you call it self-doubt or we still go back into that space. I'd like to call it as, you know, a review. You know, because when I go back into that space, I'm like, why are you here? Like, you know, you talk about this with your eyes closed, you know, yeah. you preach it and not preach, teach and share with anybody who wants to listen or is open yeah. to it. Why am I back in that space? I think we all go back into that space throughout sure. our lives. We just yeah. need to have the tools in our toolbox to get us the heck out. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, I like to call it overthinking. <laughs> And I do it all the time. I, you know, I deep dive into, oh, maybe they didn't like what I said. Maybe, maybe they didn't email me back immediately because they didn't like how I worded it. And, and I will say that 95% of the time, it was just me overthinking. And that email will come back or they'll respond, whatever it is. And there, it was nothing that I was thinking about. It was just 100%. me overthinking it. A hundred percent. And that's why you have your sisterhood around you to lift you, yeah. to cheer you on, to tell you what that's why you need it. You that's why you need it. We all need to be told it's okay. You're doing amazing. Keep going. We do. And you know, sometimes we, we always go back to Susie, but sometimes her and I will chat, we chat quite often and you know, there'll be days that she's feeling like crap and I'll say, Susie, what? This is you. Da, 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 da. She's like, yeah. I really needed that. Like I yeah. needed like 30 seconds or whatever it is, same with you, same with me. And I feel like we do that. And yeah, how yeah. fortunate are we that we get to do that for each other? You are Absolutely. a rock star. Thank you so much. Big hug, big love to you. And same time, same Batgirl channel next week. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. High five.